Where do you find your purpose if it's been gone? Have you ever found yourself in a season where it felt a little aimless or a little purposeless? I have. Let's remedy that with this show, part two of our four-part mini-series on the power of purpose. Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. If you listen to episode one of our four-part miniseries or the overview, you understand we're talking about the power of purpose. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you should look down in your stream and look at uh, last Tuesday's episode, which was maybe two episodes ago. You'd see part one of four, the power of purpose. And we talked about the three types of purpose. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode real quick. That's probably the best place to start. And then we're going to jump in today on part two, which is where to find your purpose if it's been gone. Next week on Tuesday, we're going to talk about part three, which is how to keep the momentum. And then part four will be about how to bring other people into your purpose. But let's get going right now into where to find it if it's been gone. Now, when I talk about purpose, I think it's funny, you know, people often think of purpose as a rigid, solid thing. You know, it's a thing that doesn't change. It's a thing that once you find your quote, life's purpose, it's your purpose. It's kind of like a soulmate. Like, I don't know that I really believe in soulmates. I love my wife. She's the only one for me. And she's the only one I will ever have, I believe, <laughs> you know, as long as we're both alive till we're a hundred. Um, but I don't think she's my soulmate. I think there are many people that I potentially, and she could potentially have met, fallen in love with, made the decision to love and then committed and made the decision to stay together with. And I'm grateful that we have each other. But I think that idea of like, there's this static predestined one purpose or one idea or one person for me, I really think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not true, but I really believe it does more harm than good. Honestly, I think it does more harm than good for people to believe it because what does it do? It's like, Hey, if you find it amazing, right? Like if you find that person, outstanding. And it's like, Oh, look at that. I have a soulmate and I met them or I have this purpose in life and I'm able to achieve it. Amen. Amen. It's awesome. But what happens if you do it and then it stops working? What happens if you find your dream career and then you get fired or you meet that dream person and then, you know, 10 years in, uh, they cheat on you and it doesn't work. And now you're facing divorce and loss. And it's like, if you believe that no matter what, there was this one predestined person, this one predestined purpose to me, just to me, right? I could, again, I can be wrong, but I'm sharing my opinion. I believe that that is actually more dangerous. So also what do I believe is true? I think what our purposes are is fluid. I think purposes shift and change season to season. Um, I think if you keep the same purpose, sometimes they stay the same, but certainly they can change over time. You know, I shared this story at, uh, at our church leadership conference uh, about a week and a half ago about my son. You know, when, when my son Val, he's eight years old right now. And when he was about three, he decided he wanted to be a police when he grew up. Uh, that was one word, just one word, a police. So what do you want to be? He said, a police. <laughs> okay, great. Not a police officer, not a cop, a police. 
a noun, a thing, right? And we said, okay, wh- how come you want to be? He said, I just, I want to be a police. Okay, great. No problem. So he kept that purpose of I'm going to be a police and he liked to learn about it. And he wanted to be a police officer or a police for like the next three years. <laughs> so he's four, he's five, he's six years old. He's going into first grade. He, all he wants is to be a police. And then one day, um, he would, I think we, I think my wife Lola was on like probably on Facebook or something. And a, a, a news thing came up that there was a shooting and a police officer was involved. And she went, Oh my gosh. And she said something and Val said, what is it? And she said, well, this police officer, uh, I think got shot, um, you know, in, in the line of duty. And he said, what do you mean? And he said, how does that work? And she said, well, you know, police officers, they, they try to protect us. And, you know, and certainly there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, and that's what they try to do. And, but they can get, you know, sometimes people shoot at them and he looked all weird. Like they shoot at them. He had no idea that being a police could mean that he could possibly get shot at one day, which I know isn't that likely, but could happen. And from that day forward, he said, I'm not going to be a police. His purpose is done. So then he said, we said, what do you want to be? And he said, I don't know. And, and then he was, uh, we were watching some cool movies, like some Pixar movies and stuff. And and, you know, he really liked how they make all the animation happen. And we said, well, you know, the special effects artist is the one who makes all this cool stuff happen, the CG. And he said, oh, that's neat. Maybe I can be that. What is it again? <laughs> we said special effects artist. He said, okay, I'll be a special effects artist. And then for the next two years, anytime he was in school and you had to draw a picture, say, what do you want to be? He'd draw a computer and say special effects. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then recently, this last year, he met a friend in school who's an artist And they came up with the idea that Val could be a biologist and his friend, Matthew could be the artist. And I said, how come you want to be a biologist? And he said, well, I can study animals and then Matthew can draw them. Sound logic from an eight-year-old. Here's my point of the story. Within five years, and he's only eight years old now, his purpose in life, his purpose in career has changed three times and it might change again. Thank goodness we don't believe in static purpose. Like once you do a thing, that's all you can ever do. You know, when I was 18, I got into the mortgage and real estate business. And I did that for years uh, up through my mid to late twenties. And then I moved into the speaking world and coaching world. And I've done that now for the last 15 years. And here's the truth. Am I going to do this the rest of my life? Am I going to run a podcast the rest of my life? I love it. I love you. I'm glad, like, if you're listening to this, like, you have no idea how much I honor you and respect you and I'm grateful um, that you get something out of this, you know, that we get to have this, at least a one-way relationship with some of you if I haven't met you yet. But like, I love doing a podcast. Am I going to do this the rest of my life? Chances are probably not. I believe my purpose in business will shift and I'll probably do something different in a future season. Will I always do what I do in church life? I mean, maybe, right? Maybe I'll do exactly the same thing, but chances are something will shift when a season shifts. So where do you find your purpose if it's been gone? The biggest answer, the best answer to this, I believe, is looking into new seasons. And if you're taking notes, if you're not driving or anything, that's a good thing to take a note and write down, new seasons. See, everything is beautiful in a season. Take a drink of water there. Everything's beautiful in its season. And the problem is some of us are trying to live with expired purposes. Ooh, I'm going to write that one down. That just came out of my mouth. Expired purposes. 
see, sometimes we have this thing in our life that has been really good in a season and we try to keep it into the next season. The problem is it can be beautiful today, but if you try to keep it tomorrow, it's going to be bad. Have you ever gotten flowers? Somebody brings you flowers and they're cut and they're beautiful and you put them in the vase. In fact, I think we have some right now that are gorgeous. And friends of ours brought these flowers when they came over for, I think, dinner. And it was wonderful. No, they didn't come for dinner. Anyway, they're wonderful people and they brought flowers uh, for my wife and all these roses. And they're sitting on the table right now, but they're wilting and the water is getting kind of nasty. And the truth is we probably should have thrown them out two days ago (laughs) and we haven't. So now that I think about it, I'm probably going to go throw them out tonight. What was beautiful in the season when they were freshly cut and the purpose was beauty and we set them on the table, it was a wonderful purpose. What's the challenge? Out of their season, they're no longer beautiful. If I try to keep what was beautiful later on, it, it stinks. It becomes gross. It's a nasty water and it just doesn't do anyone any good. So don't look to yesterday's purpose for tomorrow's fulfillment. Or you could even say, don't look at yesterday's fulfillment for tomorrow's purpose. Let tomorrow's purpose live in tomorrow. Let today's purpose live in today. And let yesterday's purpose live and breathe in yesterday. So where do you find it? Well, number one, you have to look to new seasons. Look to fresh seasons. Don't, don't again, try to find your purpose from the past. Sometimes, you know, whether it's in your career, in your relationship, um, you know, let me give you an example from relationship. You know, I, I talk about my relationship pretty openly here on the podcast. Um, my wife and I have been married. We're, we're married coming up on 10 years, been together 11 years. So we dated like a year and a half and then before we got married. And I'll tell you, like early in our marriage and early in our dating, we were in a season we did a lot of travel. And I was going back and forth speaking in Australia. So shout out to my Aussies if you're out there. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Hopefully you said, oi, oi, oi. Okay. But shout out to you guys. Man, um, we went to Australia a lot. We went to New Zealand a lot. And we were going back and forth and traveling a ton. Travel in that state. I, we were traveling more than half the year, like more than six months out of the year combined. We were gone out of the country or at least out of the state. Traveling in that season was beautiful. It was fun. There was no kids. And then Val was a baby and we even traveled with him. And it was really, really great. It was very fulfilling. But then when Val got older, I remember making a trip to New Zealand. It was, it was a wonderful trip. I put on an NLP seminar out there. Some of you, I mean, I, I might have. It was a pretty small event. I think we had eight or 11 people uh, at the advanced training getting certified in NLP neuro-linguistic programming. If you want to look that up, that's something we still teach and you can still get certified through our courses at evolutionseminars.com. Anyways, it was a great seminar and it was a great uh, travel time. We traveled there and we were there for three and a half weeks. I put on a weekend seminar. I put on a five-day advanced certification seminar. I did um, uh, some personal work over a couple of days with a couple. We did all this stuff, but I remember that trip changed things. Because what was beautiful in the past season, we had a purpose of my wife, you know, no, yeah, yeah, we were married, of course. Um, My wife and I are like, we travel, we love this and we're adventurous. And that spirit that got us to where we are was going to hinder us to move forward. That wasn't where we were supposed to be. That wasn't where we were supposed to go. 
And that last trip was really hard. Um, cause you know, I ended up, I'm, I'm in the seminar teaching and Val's a baby now. So she was taking him out and basically hanging out by herself, walking around town with no car and trying to entertain a, a nine month old baby in the hotel hallway for 10 hours. You know, it was like, it was a nightmare. It wasn't fun. It, it wasn't what it used to be, I guess is my point. We got to a point in our family with a young baby when traveling didn't fill this purpose. It didn't, it didn't feel adventurous anymore. And now it kind of felt like a sentence like, well, we have to go to a place where I don't have my kitchen. We don't have our regular stuff. The Wi-Fi is slow. I got to, you know, entertain the baby and he doesn't even know what we're doing. He doesn't care if he has a passport stamp. So we got to a season where the purpose was staying home and being home more together and becoming more of a family together. And yeah, I, I talk about family a lot on this podcast. I know it's the driven entrepreneur. It's all about business, right? No, the being a driven entrepreneur is all about purpose. It's all about following your destiny. It's all about doing and having a great entrepreneur life. Hashtag entrepreneur life. And that is about health and family and longevity and business and income and all that stuff. So the, the biggest thing I want you to take away from this, and I'm going to end this episode because I think, I think we've gotten the point across. It's you look for it in tomorrow. You look for it in the new season. You say, what's fresh? What's coming next? What haven't I done yet? Or maybe what haven't I done in a while? Maybe it's time to pick something else back up, pick up an old habit, a, a good habit. You know, maybe it's time to refreshen it by picking up the guitar again and, you know, and doing some music or start singing again or doing art or, um, you know, doing a new business or in business. Some of the things I've done uh, lately, even the last few years, I used to exclusively do personal growth seminars, NLP based seminars. Hey, as great as those are. I feel like for me individually, my contribution in the business, I have been called to, to a new purpose. So it's, it's been for me about, Hey, it's okay to lay certain programs or products or, or parts of your business down to pick up something new. I picked up a lot of new things in the last year. Now I've been doing media tours and doing television quite a bit. Um, I was just, I was just on uh, CBS Washington, D.C. on Great Day Washington for a second time, talking about the power of a, how to lead like a supervillain from a movie. And that was a lot of fun. But, you know, when, when I look at doing television, you know, I got to fly out to a city. I stay overnight. I wake up extra early, you know, go to the call time in the studio. You know, it's, it's fun. It's really cool. It's a great opportunity, of course, for exposure. And, and I love doing it. But there's also a sacrifice that comes with it. It's something new. All right, it's a new purpose. So I'm doing media in, in the business. When I picked up doing this podcast for you guys uh, about a year and a half, almost two years ago, um, that you know, if you can imagine this, you know, we're I don't know what what episode we're on now, one seventy or one seventy five, something like that. But we're you know we're getting up there in episodes, and that's think about that, 170 episodes. That's hours and hours and hours of recording and interview time. And I've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears and effort. And do I love it? Absolutely. I'm like honored to do it. And if, if one person listens, it's like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. But a lot more than one person listens. There's been almost 200,000, uh, of you listening and, and downloading the episode. So, um, it's incredible and it's such a blessing. But again, to me, the podcast was one of the things that was, hey, this is a new purpose. Let me look to the future. I want to look to something I can do more virtually, something I can do from anywhere around the world. I want to reach more people in a different way. I, I really want to just change the message up. 
what I was doing before was a lot, and I mean a lot, of multi-day, smaller local seminars. And I did those all over. One year, I did 38 multi-day seminars in one year. That's 38 three to five day long seminars. So that means basically three out of every four weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, were doing a seminar in some city around the world. Um, it was a crazy time. But that world doesn't work, like that purpose from, you know, that, that year I was talking about was actually 2009. It was 10 years ago when I did that many events. That purpose from 2009, if I tried to bring that purpose into today, oh my gosh, I couldn't make it past a month. Like I would curl up <laughs> into a little fetal position ball. I, I couldn't do it. But what do we do instead? We look to tomorrow for a new purpose. We look to tomorrow for what's coming next. So that's where you look. You look into new seasons. You look into new life. You look into reviving something that's been dead that needs to come back, not just for the sake of bringing it back, but because it should come back. Or you look to a new season you haven't gotten to yet. That's the only place you look for your purpose is in your future. What's beautiful yesterday stays in yesterday. If you want to get a great purpose today, look to tomorrow's purpose. All right, that's it for this episode. Remember, this is episode two out of four of our mini series. And not to confuse you, but we're not doing four episodes in a row. We're now doing, remember, two episodes every week, Teaching Tuesdays and Interview Fridays. So every Friday, we still continue on the regular process of having a phenomenal entrepreneur interview. We get into their backstory uh, and their life and business lessons they got along the way. I love, love grabbing their origin story, finding out what they were like as a kid and what really created the drive to succeed in the business world the way they have. So we'll have an awesome entrepreneur on Fridays, great interviews coming out. And then every Tuesday, we're doing a Teaching Tuesday. So for this month right now, we're doing a four-part mini-series every Tuesday for the next four Tuesdays. So I guess last Tuesday was one. Today is part two. Next week, we're doing part three, which is how to keep the momentum. And then we hit part four, which is how to bring people into your purpose. That's it for me right now. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review if you haven't already. Remember, these ratings and reviews, especially on iTunes, make such a big difference. So if, if you love what you're getting so far, or if you even like it a little bit, drop a rating. Every rating helps uh, to be seen by more people. So do your part to hook me up. And remember, this is free for you. So if you don't mind giving a quick rating review, I sure appreciate you for that. And subscribe so you don't miss episode three and four coming out in the next two Tuesdays. Take care, everyone. Love you guys. Remember, get out there this week and crush it. I'll see you Friday with an interview. Bye for now. Bye for now.